0: Shock, Deek Shock. shock.
1: Millie Vanilli. Uh, uh you know it's funny at uh, at Toy Con, the DJ played Millie Vanilli and I was cracking up because somewhere Cause I still have this. No, cuz somewhere I still have the CD. Nice. Oh,
2: yeah.
3: Dude, I got you beat. I got the 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 cassette of that. Right? Yeah. Exactly. Wow. Well, Listen, just it, because they were unmasked as frauds doesn't mean that CD doesn't rock. Okay, rock is not the right word. It's a good... It's a, but it's it, a good CD. It's a you good know, it's,
1: CD. See, I actually have... Cassette, boys. Cassette. I had the cassette, which I bought brand new, sent the label in for the, the full refund when the whole scandal thing went happened because, c- you know, I got a thing in the mail about it, um, and then found the CD... At uh, you know, secondhand store for like two bucks, so I bought the CD and it was in pristine condition. So
4: it's a weird thing to give you your money back now because it's not like there's not really music there. It's just that different guys are doing it. Exactly,
1: it was, it's I, weird. Yeah. It yeah, something to do with the settlement that they reached, and That's so strange. anybody that wanted to keep their album slash cassette slash CD could keep it, but get a refund for the purchase price. Just by sending in the, Some sort the Columbia House label. type. Yeah. <laughs> was, my was, parents
2: used to always do Columbia House, of course. And oh wow, flight, yeah, and they was just like, like your collection, like your DVD collection here is huge. That was like their CD collection, just through Columbia House. Mm-hmm. And I swear it was like five bucks. <laughs> Total. It was cheap. It was really it cheap. Was, it, was, it was.
3: Yeah, I give it to Columbia House, and their mail order haberdashery. They have it all over that damn book club bullshit. Mm-hmm. From that time. Because you got the CDs or the cassette tapes or mm-hmm. the A tracks if you go back that far with it. Or the albums. Or the albums. You actually got the albums. Right. But with the book clubs around the time, they would do a special version of the book where it was smaller in size, still hardback, but cheaper on cheaper paper. Yeah. And so the reese, like if you turned it into a used bookstore, the value of it was shit wow
5: yeah i i remember uh i was a member of science fiction book club for a while yes and uh i remember one time i had one And I was talking to a book, uh, uh, some, some novel with a friend about it. And I was like, blah, 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 blah. And he's like, well, the, the appendix, and, and they had this. And I'm like, what? A, huh? What? And I pulled out the book. And I'm like, what are you talking about? And he's like, oh, that's the sci-fi book club version. Yes. Mm-hmm. It was like, wow. I did not even know that that happened. They were terrible. Yeah.
3: Welcome, folks, to Geek Shock number 479. I am Master Torgo.
5: 80s Jeff. Book Club K.
3: Fact check, Dandy. Maple Leaf, Matt. We're here to talk week and geek. Yeah, man. This... So, yeah, Columbia, good on you. You got the actual yeah. item. Uh, the movie club
1: had um, weird DVDs that they would send you, because I, I signed up for that for a little while. It was, Columbia, it was still Columbia House, but um uh, i remember he like does newberg no it, it was the, it was the actual movies but it wasn't like the kind that you would go buy retail in the store at the time it was a weirdly repackaged version like for I instance, got a different uh, cover and i i i vividly remember um uh goodfellas they sent me it was on one disc as opposed to like some of the movies came on two discs but this one was a uh, single disc, but you had to flip the sides oh, no. to watch. No, so, no. so essentially, it was just laser disc transfers on some of these movies. So, it was uh, it was interesting to say the least. I oh,
2: reminds me of, like Titanic. It was like what was it three VHSs? Yeah, and just you're watching and watching and watching, and it's like, please insert VHS tape two. Those were the days.
3: <laughs> like, mm, wow.
2: <laughs> yeah. you.
3: Wow. So, gentlemen, this was the week of Captain Marvel.
2: Yes. yes, haven't seen it. Neither Shazam! Ha- Neither have I.
3: So Golly. we're going to do what we usually do. We'll do a spoiler-free review here for those that have seen it, and next week we'll end the show with a spoiler review uh, that gives people time to to watch it, including myself and Matt for next week. So those that saw it, gentlemen, what did you think of Captain Marvel? Who I thumbs liked up.
1: It? Liked it a
2: lot.
3: Okay, I, that was just so no is, that, is
2: that two white male thumbs up. <laughs> yes, Brie two, Larson doesn't two care. Two cis male thumbs up, uh, or 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 two um, Cree thumbs up, yeah, big blue ones. Okay, yeah, All right. Or four scroll. Yeah, there we go. Four super scroll thumbs yeah. Yeah.
4: up. That's not
5: a thumb. Oh, small enough to be a thumb. Oh, oh. hey
4: yo, a little bit of scroll humor here for you, baby. <laughs>
3: So give me Only some, find it here uh, on Geek Shock, everyone. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Exclusive. I
5: enjoyed it. Uh, I w- it's not Guardians. It's not Winter Soldier. But I personally think it's uh, it's a, a solid Marvel entry. So, yeah. yeah, a solid uh, origin story, I think. The origin uh, you know, when we talk about spoilers we can get in depth but I actually liked how they handled yes, I like how they did the they, orig- they made
4: some major changes to the yes. origin and, yeah. and they're better changes and I, I only know
1: enjoyed. basics about like the comic book version of her origin so uh, I, I can't get into specifics on that but I liked the way that they presented it yep. in the movie mm-hmm. I thought that was kind of neat uh, um, definitely like how they tied it
5: into the other movies I like the twist. I like the reveal. I managed to avoid trailers and promo materials enough that I actually was fooled in the way they wanted the audience to be fooled. Mm-hmm. We can go into that in detail next week. So that was actually cool, too. It was nice to see um, young Coulson and young uh, Nick Fury, too. Yeah, CG black don't crack. Yeah. <laughs> My God. I I don't know. His, he looks so damn good, I wonder if they just used practical makeup de-aging on him.
1: I remember uh, um, Clark Gregg talking a little bit about it in, uh, it was a promo for Shield, but talking about his own personal experience with the de-aging, and he said, it's a lot of makeup, a wig, and then I guess some light CG, because he said that he was surprised at how much younger he looked just sitting in the makeup chair when they were done right so. yeah he
5: um it, he 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 uh, you kind of i kind of saw it you yeah. know you know that yeah the the The, portions the very, of the the face very end the, the cheesecloth yes. girl yes remember that old trick Uh huh. and and so he had that but jackson mm. yeah jackson was uh it, crystal clear perfect yeah the, it,
1: the amount of screen time i think it was majority of his uh de-aging was makeup
4: it made me want to go back and watch the uh, Agents of Shield stuff where the Kree inv- are, get involved. Yeah, not the not the most recent one where they go mm-hmm. up forward in time, but right. um, um, like season two ish. Yeah, where they where they where they encounter the Cree and I I want to see if they're actually surprised by the Cree instead of or or if there was actually they were thinking far enough ahead that they. No, they were- weren't.
2: I, I remember those episodes. They weren't surprised. Okay, they though. knew what
4: the Cree were. Okay, all right, that's cool.
2: I don't think they knew what they were but they didn't act surprised okay it was weird and somehow they just beat them up it's like they're kree warriors <laughs> and i'm like i'm like really the kree warriors are supposed to be super almost superhuman it's like super soldiers yeah yeah but they easily kick the shit out of them i was like really okay well they're they're super soldiers oh okay yeah. yeah
5: okay that's right
1: yeah <laughs>
3: Any other, yeah, the other spoiler—the three, uh, spoiler—the spoiler thoughts.
1: <laughs> What's I, that, I, Andy? I don't know how much more I can say oh. without being spoilery, Uh, but, uh yeah.
4: There's a mid-credits uh, scene that's important, and yes. there's a post-credit scene that's funny. I mean, the very, the very last thing is a is a funny credit. That
3: does uh, seem to be the the Marvel trope. It's now. getting there yeah. now, yeah. <laughs> yeah.
4: But yeah, just
1: formula. If if you really got to pee, it's just a joke. You don't need to see it. I can tell you what it was. I'm Given sure. the the amount of credits, though, if you yeah, really I have know. to go if you go past the mid-credit scene and go to the restroom, you'll come back and still have plenty of time before the post-credit scene. <laughs> their
5: their mid credits either happened a lot quicker, or they really happened mid credits. And now they're starting almost like beginning. You know, they do the basic, uh, big marquee names, and then they do their stinger, and then they do the long credits. And I bet that that's probably because well, this will give people time to go to the restroom. Mm-hmm. Could be, and then come running back for the uh, the final stinger.
4: I will tell you also. I was crying within three seconds of the movie starting. I'm sorry. I was crying within three seconds of the movie starting. Oh, happy tears or
3: happy, just, yeah? Okay. You know, I still love when that Marvel thing comes at the beginning too, with all the yeah. Well, oh I just, yeah, uh, I know it, what he's it's talking different about.
1: now. Yeah. They they did a oh, that's exactly no. they did a special one just for this movie oh no and I don't want to give it away yeah no, th- well I think I can yeah. figure it out but I I, I'll let it I be. know what you're talking about Andy because yeah. I was yeah. I was wiping tears from my eyes as well actually I did it twice in the movie for the same subject so yeah
5: it it, yep. it doesn't take a
1: genius to figure out what you guys are talking
2: about. <laughs> oh my god oh my god <laughs> so come on boys <laughs>
5: um. <laughs> Yeah. Excelsior. I
3: like the... Oh. I like the... <laughs> Spoilers. Effect. I like the... Uh, no one effect. would have known if someone didn't yell, spoiler.
5: <laughs> 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 uh, I, I like the effects. Yeah. I like the, the portrayals of the, the, the various alien cultures. Um, I just enjoyed it overall. I pretty much liked Brie Larson um i like breathing. i i actually <laughs> have become more endeared to her when i saw the did you see the pictures that have, that that she showed up at a theater oh yeah uh wearing like yeah. not not a costume but like, like a, a jacket a, like a marvel a th- inspired get up and uh and it that was that was cute that was fun <clears throat> and um yeah, there. Uh, once again, when we get into spoilers, you know there are a couple gripes I do have. i will be curious. Here. I, I'll talk to you about. them in a ride home. because yeah. We'll talk next week. But uh, but overall, I mean, I uh, that was fun. Now I, I have
1: to ask you too because I read a review this afternoon that I I disagreed with, but I want to take get your thoughts on it. They described um, her as being kind of. Cardboard and not very uh, kind of humorless, and you know, and I'm just sitting there, and I'm like, no, I no. think she portrayed emotions
4: and, and, again, and humor pretty well. We're edging into spoiler mean, territory here, but I yeah. mean,
1: some of that's intentional. I mean, part of I it think could s- be that s- she's got that kind of dry, quirky humor, which is the kind of humor I have anyway. Mm-hmm. So I was getting the H- joke humor, <laughs> yes,
5: You're dry. I, I, <laughs> there's look, another one, zing. <laughs> I look at that. <laughs> as more script and direction. That's sort of actually why I was kind of when I was like I liked Bree Larson because I think that there is some element to that. But at this point with uh, with the the, the man baby brigade, mm-hmm. you know, launching all salvos, I try to I try to hedge carefully how I look and judge those things. And um it's nowhere near as bad as they've been screaming, and I don't think I don't think it's really bad. I think the script and the direction didn't quite give as much emotional punch as it could have. Okay, well I'll put like it that, that way. I like it.
4: Yep, and and I think some of the, the that was scripted in intentionally for reasons that you can talk about during the spoilers, and I'll right. talk to you later. Right? Yeah,
5: and and you know, and I know exactly what you're talking about. Mm-hmm. So I. Uh, how they handled the origin, uh, not not just the changes they made, but the way they did the origin was cool. Mm-hmm. I mean, there was there was just there was a lot of a lot of cool good good execution there. Uh, I'm looking forward to seeing what's going to happen in Avengers Endgame. I kind of figured it was always in the plan for her to show up. And some of the man babies have been talking about this rumor that actually Captain Marvel's been forced on Avengers Endgame. And I'm kind of like, I'm wondering if that has any weight to it or not. Are you
3: saying that no one planned this out? Yeah, exactly. I don't think so. So I think the Marvel Universe right now is the most planned out thing in film. Well, they they have
1: an outline, but they have also been making adjustments as they go.
3: Yeah,
2: I
1: will tell you the... Uh, there's a
4: reveal in this thing that actually shocked me. I'm like, oh, oh, of course that's what that is. Oh, damn. I think you know what I'm talking about. I had a couple of those. Yeah. So, but
1: Well, supposedly, a- according to um, an interview with Brie Larson, that apparently she was originally supposed to show up at the end of Age of Ultron, Captain Marvel. There you go. And then they ended up um, doing more stuff with uh, Scarlet Witch instead. Like, yeah, that makes sense. You like, apparently, that... uh, if you like watch it closely enough, you'll see that they redid the end sequence where uh, when Cap's a- assembling the Avengers and, you know, Vision shows up and, uh, you know, Falcon shows up and then Scarlet Wanda. Witch comes in, yeah. Wanda comes in. But that was originally supposed to be Captain Marvel. And that
5: looks w- like that could have been a Captain Marvel type of entrance. Boy, yeah. well, it
1: would have been really
4: hard to uh, do Civil War. <laughs> with 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 Captain Marvel in the yeah.
5: mix, well, they would, yeah. I mean, that that like uh, Thor wasn't
4: around, but I
1: guess it was like Feige eventually just said, uh, no, Feige, we we yeah, need to have team, we need to have her own origin story before we start. Just right, you know, you know, just tease her in a movie and then have an origin story because they had done that before and it <laughs> didn't work out as well.
5: <laughs> I totally well, they did that it with,
1: wrong. They did it with um, teaser
5: in the movie and have an origin. Wow,
1: <laughs> wait, what? origin story um you got brie
5: larson on the brain huh yeah oh my goodness (laughs) but um uh, (laughs) uh yeah her showing up that would have been that would have been bizarre at that point and she talked about on jimmy kimmel how she had to be quiet for a full year oh wow when she got it she actually could tell no one and she told no one for a full year and that might speak to part of what you're saying, Jeff, about like the cameo, yeah. in age of Ultron is like they had her set up, and oh yeah, we're gonna and then it's like, no, no, let's not do this, and uh, oh, by the way, Bree, you know, you're still embargoed, and right, Bri, so it's just mm-hmm. yeah, so maybe that's love the costume 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 was that was that was neat, how mm-hmm. they handled the references mm-hmm. to. The costume in the comics was really cool. Um, that yeah, I, I remember see. that
1: was a complaint with like some of the trailers. They're like, "How come in one scene she's in the old gray and black and green, and then all of a sudden she's wearing the full colors?" It's like,
5: "Yeah, God, I'm how did sure, that happen?" I'm
1: like, "I'm sure they'll explain
5: it in the movie." See, mm-hmm. that's the giveaway right there—that those bozos <laughs> don't date women. Yeah. <laughs> because one, it's it, really funny. One of the most realistic depictions of a female superhero, I would say, was the 1970s Wasp, where every artist would change her costume about every three issues. So she was constantly just new costume, new design, different costume, different design. And it's like, you know, that there are uh, probably a lot of women who that's exactly what they'd fucking do so
3: lord knows i haven't changed my costume in decades yeah
5: well there you (laughs) go any other thoughts on on it not without yeah we're
3: we're out of stuff we can talk about
1: good good job
5: job smashing the box office yeah (laughs) uh i know we've talked about me harping on this thing but i actually did go back to some of those youtubes where the the bozos were talking about the tracking numbers and running through the comments and the sheer confidence that it was going to fail and go bust and 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 stuff. What are the numbers? I know it did good, but uh, last I heard, which was earlier today, is that it's uh, 153 million domestically. That's correct. That's and good. And 450 uh, na- uh, international. I or think. 455. Yeah. Mm. So, so it it it. it Uh, Tracking originally was somewhere, at one point they say it had hit about 180, but they were looking at 160, and then they had that mysterious plummet, Mm -hmm. and then it started tracking back up again by Thursday when it started the the preview openings. And so it basically actually, it, it, it hit what it was tracking um, about four about a month ago. Mm-hmm. So it actually did do it. So Cool. But it, it yeah, it's a huge opener. It's it's really great. Congratulations to Bree Larson and and to everybody making that movie and yeeha. Nice. Who the hell directed this? It was co-directed Gun. by Oh, that's right, co-directed.
1: Okay. Uh shoot. I had it here a second yeah, ago. Yeah, I don't remember reco- Bowden and Ryan Fleck. Yes. I do
5: not remember those names at all, so um, but uh, congratulations to them too. So I yeah I enjoyed the I enjoyed it, I enjoyed it. I concur. Get them for Guardians Three. No, they don't. They already have a. Uh,
2: That's what I mean. They got a script ready to go and everything.
5: But, but don't they have a director? Didn't they nope. have a, no? no director is still attached yet. Okay. No, because like what Andy and I were talking about the emotional typeness of the. Okay. It doesn't have enough of the quirk. I mean, seriously, he's doing other things, and uh, it—it's too obvious, and you wouldn't go there. But Tycho Watiti, actually, you give him Guardians. That would be fun. You know, I mean, he's shown that he can totally do it. Mm -hmm. So, or or uh, this guy James Gunn. You know, I think think
3: he'd he'd be great. He'd be a good fit. He'd be amazing. Yeah,
1: it's funny. Like some of the names that have been floated as possible you know, thematically similar to James Gunn directing styles, names that were floated to replace him. I'm like, they all know and like James Gunn, so I don't think they would take the job out of sheer respect for him. So,
5: Well, it depends on on what he says. That's true. He might actually step up and say, guys, please take it over and take care of my baby. You know, that's very possible because he's
1: kind of, over it at this point yeah. you know, He's moved on He's Remind
4: me who did uh, end game, um, Infinity War um, The Russo Brothers Okay, because they handled the Guardians pretty well
5: Yes, and you're right The Russo Brothers, I think, could actually do Guardians 3 They're rapidly becoming the, uh, the, the directors of Marvel nice. cause what, what they're doing with Avengers the, the Avengers sequels are great
3: Sweet Great <laughs> So, gentlemen, what geeky things you do this week?
2: I went to Bonnie Springs.
3: Did, Did you? Got to for you. the Bonnie yes. Springs.
2: Yes. Uh, last weekend was awesome. Yeah. Uh, kind of corny, but awesome yeah. at the same time. That's part of the charm. Yeah. So uh, when you went with the Steampunk Steampunk Peace Society, yep. Okay. Did you do any of the shows or no? Not really. Well, I've watched them before. I watched The Hanging. I've watched the- Yeah, uh, The Hanging was one of my favorites. I actually yeah. enjoyed that.
4: Um, oh, actually, when, when this was the, uh, with the Steampunks. you uh, saw the, um, the
2: melodrama. Yeah, that yeah. was pretty bad. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, a it's what one. it yeah. is. That's yeah. it's supposed to be bad. Yeah. So it was, it was, it was a lot of fun. I enjoyed that. All the shelves were pretty much picked clean. Uh, did, expe- you get, did you get a T-shirt? No. Did you want a T-shirt? No. Okay. <laughs> like, I'd give you mine. So. No, it's okay. fine. It, he's gonna give me a T-shirt. He's gonna give me a shirt off his back. Hear that? Not this one, but probably I mean, literally. Been... You might want to wash it yeah, before you know. get it. So yeah, we, uh, exercise we were we size it. <laughs> we were there for the. Uh, Pretty much all day Saturday last weekend. So it was good. Did you go around. to the zoo? Yes. Sorry. I know. Did you go to the restaurant? No. no. So you didn't pee in the men's room? I did. Oh, you did. Okay. Uh, with the old school. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. conversation. <laughs> no, I did. Yeah, the trough. I was like, interesting. Yeah. But the trough, uh,
4: no, no. The, in the men's room in the restaurant, there's a bathtub. Yes, the trough. It's a
2: bathtub. I know, but it's.
5: Yeah, Matt. If you were Canadian, you'd know. Matt, you're uh. ruining Andy's moment. Yeah. you been building up to this for a solid no. 75 seconds. Right. <laughs> now,
4: trough is, I mean, I've been to a lot of
5: restaurants with troughs.
2: Especially on south, like the bars will have troughs. But loaded with ice. But an actual bathtub. It makes you feel a little Yes, di- yes absolutely. Yes. See, yep. in uh, yeah, loaded with ice. Maple Leaf Gardens, the old arena in Toronto that had a trough from, you know, hundreds of years old. Yeah. And it wasn't like against the wall. Okay, this trough. Oh, really? center of the center of the bathroom, <laughs> and you can pee across. And it's like you see there's a little kid, like what the fuck?
1: <laughs> yep. So
2: you're peeing across. There's a guy standing right there peeing oh, in. Oh god! It's like
1: they had they had that
5: at uh, Arrowhead don't, for don't cross the stream. <laughs> you see what you see <laughs> what until- Medicare for all does to a country, folks. <laughs> oh my god.
2: <laughs> Yes. So if anyone's gone to Maple Leaf Gardens, knows what I'm talking about. You can chime in, sure. Oh, uh, is there ice? Yes, there's okay. ice. Okay, <laughs> and then people will get drunk, and guess what happens? No. People get peed on. No. Well, <laughs> yes. Because <laughs> they're in the ice. Wait, wait. Warren, finish your thought
5: on.
3: Yeah, you get drunk and what happens. Yeah, finish it. They will fall into it. Oh, and then they go okay. to sleep. Oh. Oh wow. good lord. So I know. It's like
5: which is more important wow. to have a wall behind the trough so people aren't standing across from you peeing, or so that when you're drunk and you fall forward, you hit the wall and you don't fall in the trough. Maybe it's a, a double win. Yeah. Yeah.
4: <laughs> well, I do I'm pretty sure I couldn't do that. I'm. I'm I don't pretty know sure if it would work for me. I, 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 I don't know. I, I don't. I think I get too pee shy to
5: pee in that. <laughs> oh, you're probably not the only one. Yeah, Go I ahead. bet.
3: Standing across from a strange man, looking him in the eye. Yeah.
5: Andy, what are you talking about? You read while you pee, right? <clears throat> so you sometimes. So wait, what? Sometimes in my bathroom books. He they, they, oh, it's he's like yeah, I yeah, read that in your bathroom book, and I'm like. <laughs> When did you take a dump in the bathroom? Oh, I, and this is before he moved in. And he's like, Oh, I no, I read it when I pee. And I'm like, How do you read when you pee? Oh, well, comment. you just open up the book <laughs> and you just, and I'm like, Where do you get the time? And he's like, Yeah, you read it a sentence at a time. I,
3: <laughs> he keeps it on my bookmark, though.
2: <laughs> but man, what a drive they, up there.
3: They are small bits of wisdom.
2: Yeah. What a drive up there. It though. is a great it's drive. A nice Beautiful. Area. I can't believe what they're building like 20 homes. Really? Yeah.
1: Like, yeah. Multi-million dollar homes.
2: Oh, you couldn't go anywhere else?
3: Got to go right there? Got to the ri- gotta go where the richies tell you to go, mister. Oh, okay. Apparently
1: the kids that owned it up until recently had always wanted to do something like that, like develop as, as it. As did the father. And then mm-hmm. abandoned it because it would have, co- quote, cost them too much. So,
3: Their dream is coming true. Right.
4: Mm-hmm. Just not for them. They just got the money.
1: so um, They took the money and run.
4: Yeah, I'm glad you got up there, though. That's cool, because yeah. that is sort of a piece of Vegas history. It's going to be gone soon. Next weekend is last weekend. They were saying. Uh, is it okay. really? March 17th, yeah. Wow. You guys keep an ear open. I, there's, I hope there's going to be a giant, crazy auction, but I'll probably be out of town when it's happening.
2: Hmm. All right. Mm.
4: What
3: else you do this week, guys?
4: Uh, I went out to California to visit my friends out uh, there, and I played uh, some couple games I had played before. I played. Uh, we bought the uh, Disney Villainous and played that. I'm still not sharp enough on the rules. I screwed up a couple things on it, so but it's still a pretty cool game. It's, it's like thirty bucks a target now and totally worth it. Uh it's a deck builder, but everyone's got their own deck. Not for kids, really. Yeah, it's 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 yeah, a little it's complicated. complicated. But it's good. um but yeah, there's six different villains. It's it's a beautiful game. The meeples are just gorgeous.
5: Sharp edges, so when you throw a piece at Lewis, <laughs> right. it
4: actually can do damage. Yeah. They stick. Yeah. <laughs>
5: And then we, I played um, from
4: Lewis ever since then. So, Uh, a game called Quarriers, my friend D.W. has, which is a uh, dice building game. It's a little pricey out there now. Is it? It's it's out of print or something. Okay, but uh, uh, it's a cool dice building game, and it's you know, it's it's and it goes much quicker than feel you. With the time
3: somebody wins, like
4: oh shit, I was just building up. Damn it.
3: Yeah. All right. Yeah. Speaking of the games, uh, apparently this last weekend was the Dice Tower West event, what used to be called a MeepleCon. Oh, okay. Here in Las Vegas. Okay. Now it has been uh, attached to Dice Tower, the YouTube channel, the most prolific one on YouTube as far as board games go. And, yeah, they had a whole, like, from Thursday to Sunday board game fest at the, at the Westgate.
4: Oh. I'm going to miss that. So
3: much so that they sold out. That's why I never even attempted to go. Wow. Because I went to go online to find out how much a day pass was. Apparently, they don't exist. Yeah. Because they, they sold out whole weekend passes Well, that, That's a good
4: sign. That yeah. That means it's uh, probably bigger next year. I
5: believe it was 2,500 people. Yeah. What did I do? Nothing. Well, Saw not Captain Marvel. Yeah. I right. said, yeah, yeah. really. Uh, I shot my wad. I'm done. Uh, <laughs> I um, All over Britain. I'm reading on Kindle. Man. <laughs> that's... It, one track mind us, dude. Yeah, really.
3: All over the brie cheese. What the hell were you guys thinking? <laughs> Jeez, that makes
2: it better. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, nobody knows so That's true. You know,
5: it's true. It's that they you just can't tell. All right. Oh, um, neither in flavor nor texture. Yeah. <laughs> you know, Matt, and Matt never noticed. So there you go. Um, what was I saying? Oh, oh, I'm reading on Kindle. Uh, it's a a book. Um. Oh damn. Wow! I don't want to look it up. It's a great book. The author's the author's name. It's called Never Die. Never Die. Yeah, and it <clears throat> I found it from the Grim Dark uh, Fantasy page on Facebook. Somebody mentioned this guy's name, and it caught my eye because it uh, was Asian themed. So it's it's you know, fantasy world, but it's Chinese, Japanese, Korean uh, influences, and it's really cool. The uh, guy is. Sort of doing a kind of wire foo uh, uh, sword and sorcery story. <clears throat> and it's actually it's actually been a lot of fun. Um, this kid has been grabbed by the gods to do this task, and to do it, he needs heroes. So he goes around to typical Chinese Japanese you know wandering hero types and when they get killed if they get killed in like glorious battle or something he can resurrect them and he can do that one time and he resurrects them and then they're tied to him and he takes them on this quest to do this mission that the the gods have given him so <clears throat> so they're, in, they're interesting talks about key powers and stuff like that. And it's, so it's very Asian-flavored, Asian-themed. And it's, it's a nice break from the whole European theme park fantasy tradition. And it's been interesting. It's been interesting. So I've been enjoying that. Um, How far are you through it? I'm uh, past halfway. Okay. I think we're starting the third reel. Oh, okay. To get all screenwritery. Gotcha. Mm. You know, so we're it's, we're hitting the end game. It's cool. called Never Die. Never Die. Okay. Mm-hmm. And uh yeah, it's uh I, I suppose I should mention that guy's name, but um yeah, it it's just it's it's a little refreshing to see something that, you know, isn't the typical just getting Exhausted on yet another king and another castle and another merry old England knockoff that isn't even historically accurate. Okay, that's segues into something that I'm gonna talk about and get done with. That? Oh my God! I'm going to God! Get... Okay, go ahead. Oh, Rob J Hayes, and he's apparently done. I th- I think I think this is self-published, which is the other thing that's actually kind of impressive because it's pretty good. It's it's pretty tight. Uh, I could be wrong, but at this point, I've talked too much, so I'm going to stop looking at my Kindle. But uh, Rob J. Hayes, he's written a bunch of other things. This is a standalone. It's not part of a series, a trilogy, or anything like that. So that was another reason to pick
4: it up. So regarding your merry old feudal Europe, I rewatched First Night this weekend. Which is just oh. there's no reason for that movie to be enjoyable and it is That's so enjoyable. That's the Sean Connery movie. No, this is the one with uh, uh, Heath Ledger. Oh, and uh, um, um, with the Paul Bettany. Soundtrack. Yeah, with with a whole bunch of music that yeah. should not be in there, and it, and it's a bizarre historically flick. inaccurate as all get out, and still just so much of a fun ride.
3: I like it. Yeah, it's stupid. No, it is. Don't stupid. get me wrong,
4: but it's it's fun, and I love Paul Bettany as, as Chaucer.
3: Yeah, it's goofball. Yeah. Uh, speaking of reading, I've I've I haven't mentioned the last couple of weeks because I had to save it for a time, I didn't have anything else Warhammer to say. <laughs> like Jeff just backs off. He just <laughs> just clumps back, puts turned the mic down. It, turned off his mic. Yeah. yeah. Yep. <laughs> Nap time.
2: You would actually like that universe if you actually took some time to read some of the stuff in the lore
1: and all it's that. It's not that I don't appreciate the... Uh, it's well...
2: He, he
3: lives with me. He lives it 24-7. Like,
1: Let me give you an As example. A subject
3: of the Imperium of Man.
1: Get home happened. from work. There's a Warhammer video on the TV. There exactly is. Exactly how it should be. Get up to go to work. There's a Warhammer video on TV. Are you questioning the Imperium? He is. He's saying he doesn't have another 30 or 40 hours a week to invest in Warhammer. Heretic.
2: Call in the Inquisition. This guy's a heretic. (laughs) The Inquisition. What a show. The Inquisition.
1: Here we go. Mel Brooks Warhammer. Yes. (laughs) Oh,
5: my God. (laughs) (laughs)
4: What's up with these these things, with these guns and stuff? That (laughs) would be interesting.
3: I've been uh, rereading from the beginning the Horus Heresy. Why? Oh, why would you do that to yourself? <laughs> oh, my.
0: You poor even bastard. Though I
2: just, even though I just said, that like, the universe is all fleshed out, but that is ridiculous. Uh,
3: I, I'm he he about
1: reviewed to... it on the Ugly Couch Show years ago, and wow.
3: I am about to finish the third book. So, yeah, they started from the beginning. Um,
5: So you're one-tenth of the way through the series? No. One-one-hundredth? S-
3: no. If I was one-tenth, one one I would be 11 books in. Oh, my um, God. Are you serious? <laughs> no, that's now we to be six books. But, okay. <laughs> no, that's a lot. <laughs> yeah. No, I think they're up to book fifty-five, and they're about to start invading Terra, which is the finale. Ah! Uh-huh. Oh, jeez, about fucking time. <laughs> <laughs>
4: Yeah. And, and it's if, ridiculous. It's if no I recall, not. this is the same book that sells the same story from 15 different points of view. Yes,
2: that's yes. that okay. same one. Alrighty. Because this squad is over here, and that chapter is doing that, and you got to look at this space dust, and this space dust flew that way. And the...
3: Now, when I read The Horse Heresy originally, it was just okay, because I really didn't know much about the 40K universe when I read it. And now you're now, like, God damn, it's awesome. Yeah, now that I've been <laughs> steeped in the culture, now that I know who these characters are, because they all have odd... Roman-based names, and so everybody kind of just melds together if you don't know who they are. Mm -hmm. But once you got everything set up and you kind of already know where it's going, because when you get into this game, you learn about the history of that... There was this, the grand war master, Horus, sent out there by the emperor, and he went out and unified all of mankind until he decided that he he was corrupted by chaos and decided he should be the war master and thus caused the great fall of the imperium. See, everything would have been great if Horus hadn't turned. It's kind of a weird Satan-Jesus story.
4: So what you're saying is, you get a 55 book series that you need to read a bunch of game books to understand?
2: Yeah. Okay. It's amazing though, because when when they were during that whole Horus Heresy, when they were when man first went out, they were unstoppable. No one could stop them. Yes. Elder Necrons, everybody fell.
3: They they were about to unify all the mankind across the galaxy. Because that's kind of the, this whole story, and that whole 40K is that mankind learned how to intergalactic travel, and they went out and and. Seated the universe with mankind. <laughs> oh.
2: Debris cheese. And no one can stop a full-tall space marine. T.
3: Kirk. But then something horrible happened, and they lost the ability to space flight, basically. And oh. so everything was, warp, everyone warp, out there was abandoned. Warp storm. Warp storm. Warp storm. So they weren't, the warp is how you travel. Yes. And in interdimensional to travel far away.
2: Oh. Come on, guys. Keep up. Okay.
3: So all these <laughs> mankind settlements on all these planets grew on their own, apart from Terra. Holy Terra, yeah. And then the emperor came up and decided to unify. And the technology that they have is forgotten technology that they found because mankind basically forgot how technology works. Yeah. Mm. So there's but if, not if new got, things you... happening. They're just trying to figure out how old shit works. It's weird.
2: It's weird. Yeah, you guys out there that know the Warhammer universe, the, em- the Emperor of Mankind is essentially immortal, and he's been around for thousands of years. So that much I know
4: from you saying it over and over again. That
2: yeah. yeah. is so important.
3: Yeah. Well, it's been a well, thousand no, like, he, years. He, it's gonna he be was said like more some huge once. Roman
2: general. He was this guy. He was that guy. He was—he's Achilles. Like that's essentially what the Emperor is. He was Jesus. Yes. Does like he? he's this is—he he keeps changing his identity as he goes. Jesus. Oh,
5: he's Flint from Star Trek. Yeah. yeah. Requiem <laughs> for Methuselah. Mm. Yeah.
4: And then later Jesus, on become, yeah. Jesus yes. strikes me as a bad person to have as a warrior.
2: No, oh, a lot of. So you with the haven't cheek read stuff? Grant
4: Morrison's Jesus.
2: Listen, wow. dude,
3: if you were a fig tree in Jesus' time, you were fucked. Yeah. All right, read your Bible.
1: <laughs> Literally, you were fucked.
5: <laughs> yeah, you try changing some money in front of Jesus and see what happens, oh, Mister. Yeah, that's a good looking and knock over my table right Oh, your I'm table scared. gonna get tossed, bro. Oh, uh, he ran around. He didn't he grab like a scourge and he was like whipping people. I thought he was like physically physically hitting. That's your mom's Bible. He was casting smite, own. but he never
4: <laughs>
3: rolled doubles. <laughs> <laughs> That's
5: your mom's Bible. Yeah. So uh, yeah,
3: I'm reading, and I, I'm kind of bringing it up now because for a few days more at Humble Bundle. Uh, Black, oh, saw that. The whole Black Library Heresy? has thrown out a huge chunk of oh. the Horace Heresy, including some of the early the early five books. Sounds and like and a huge chunk of the Horus Heresy should be thrown out. <laughs> <laughs> oh!
0: oh, Andy for
4: the win! Oh, no, listen, listen, the Horus Heresy
2: Sing. is good. Okay, it's good. It's just it gets tiresome reading the same story from different points of views over and
1: over and over again. But it's good. So it's well. I don't know how to take that, Kirsten. Andy actually got a good one in on that. I know.
4: I know. It's, <laughs> it's he. he I'm about to, to do it for another month. He viciously
5: okay. slashed a series he has never read. Yes. So, <laughs> so I've
3: been Toxic reading that fandom. in the background
5: while the book club has been reading Fury
3: from the Tomb by S.A. Cedor, which I've also been reading. Uh, discussion has opened up. I'm about a third of the way through it. I, I don't know why. I don't know what other book would be taking up my time. while well, I should be reading this one
5: yeah really but I
3: will be finishing it and I'll put my my two cents up on the Facebook Geek Shock book club page anything else you do this week guys I that, that weird
4: um, thrift store slash art store I was talking about I uh, picked up for two bucks the one before the, the show that no one yes, knows what right That's what, That's yeah. what I'm referencing. Um I forgot that was before the show um, I don't know when you start the show for that matter um no, I picked up for two for two bucks. I picked up the male chauvinist pig game, which is just as bad as it sounds. <laughs> the male chauvinist pig game. Yes, it comes with two pigs, and the, you split into the sexes and quiz each other on things the other sex should know. It feels like it should have been written. It should have come out like 1970, but it was like 1991. Oh wow! So it's like wow, you guys are a little late. I'm getting this one.
3: <laughs> big, big, big. Uh, Big pull over at the G O P primary yeah. party.
4: Yeah.
1: I did read that uh, Archie versus Predator Good. comic series.
3: Everything you wanted
2: it to be.
1: Meh. Uh. <laughs> does, Archie, okay. does
2: Archie have a catchphrase? I don't remember. No. Yeah, it's
1: Zingawa. It it was so so it was okay. It goes
2: so you know the want some candy, once want some candy want like some candy. So, zingawa. Zing-a, zing zingawa. Zing, zingawa. <laughs> That's nah, a stupid Predator joke. <laughs> now I know yeah. how Andy feels. Sorry, folks. <laughs> Sorry, folks. Yeah, I, I'm lost on this one. <laughs> I know. That was so obscure. Andy's like, Durr? You don't remember in the cemetery when the kid's looking? In what? Predator 2? The worst one? <laughs> predator
4: I, I never two? saw Predator 2. With Danny Lover? everyone told me it was Robin. Danny Lover? Same reason I've never seen Batman and Robin. Because everyone warned me. 2's not bad.
5: It's not great.
2: Yeah, it's not great, but it's not bad. Man. It's not good.
1: It has Bill Paxton in it.
2: There you go. Doesn't save it. And Gary Busey. The, the only man save it. <laughs> killed
5: by a Terminator, and an a alien, and a predator.
2: Wow. Oh yeah. That's right. In the subway. <laughs>
5: the Grand <Wow>. Trifecta. <laughs> yep. Um Banana Splats. Banana splats. What you got? Uh this is where we call out
3: things in the uh Gig shock! Shock monkeys Lair page on Facebook.
5: Yeah, beans. Uh, time travel thing. That was that's really weird. I suppose it. You can figure out what what that's all about. But he he was okay. showing pictures of the Westboro Baptist Church. Uh, some protests they were doing, and like he took a picture in 2010, and they had signs say no to porgs.
0: <laughs> ah! <laughs>
5: Yeah, and it's like, 2010? Where the hell did that come from? So I guess PORGS is one of their acronyms for whatever the fuck. Really? I, I, I think so, because... I thought you were going to tell me this was some un- unless, unless, Photoshop unless stuff. Unless he hoaxed us. It's possible. But I, I enlarged the picture, and it, it uh, the signs do say, yeah, no to PORGS. I'm going to check, because now, I'm, <laughs> yeah. now yeah. you guys have got me feeling awkward. So.
3: I will say I've got a banana splat too. My shout out goes to Daniel Loser, who showed that yes, you can use sprues to build something epic. Oh, that was amazing! Where I someone took a bunch of sprue from old model kits and created a board cube out of it.
1: I don't know whether to to say mine because you might have it in the news. Go ahead. Uh, uh, Michael Johnson uh, posted about uh, Jan Michael Vincent. Uh, Star of Airwolf. I do have it ago. in the news, but yeah. yes, uh, I. Well, I, apparently nobody knew because he passed away almost a month ago.
2: Wow. <laughs> so,
1: yeah, I don't know if that's in your article of the news, no, but yeah,
2: it like isn't. it
3: was
1: only recently publicly. Sometimes it happens. with, with that, celebrities, yeah. they, they they keep
4: it quiet so they yeah. can do all the arrangements and have everything done by the time they and announce. In fact,
3: it. it makes sense to wait until the to make the announcement to the public once everything's in place. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense.
1: But yeah, Airwolf was and still is one of my. Favorite shows. I mean, it doesn't quite. Really? It, it didn't really serious? hold up. Really? Ed- oh, yeah. It's, <laughs> oh, God. it's stupid fun. Okay. You check your brain at the door. <laughs> I mean, you know. Yeah, nothing like
3: First Night. He can certainly like Airwolf. Yeah. Mm.
1: I mean, nothing about it from a physics standpoint makes any sense. You know, Super Chopper that can travel at Mach 2, really. But, you know, at the same time, it's fun.
4: Some of us don't have enough science to know why that's wrong.
1: <laughs> bit repetitious when you start getting into the latter episodes, though. They kind of just repeat a lot well, of... Oh, it's the like Night Boat? There's always a... <laughs> Night Boat! <Yeah. laughs> there's always a... <laughs> <laughs> there's always a <laughs> canal or a <laughs> yeah. fjord or... A yeah, it's <laughs> <laughs> like a tributary. <laughs> yes. getting get away.
4: Luckily there's a stream over there.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
4: Somewhere there's a fan
3: of Baywatch Nights. There has to be at least one. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. If there's a show out there, somebody out there, that is their favorite show. Somebody. Maybe one person, but somebody.
5: That's right. I like Last Jedi. Yeah,
3: no. he's the one that loves that one. <laughs>
5: <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's right. I went there again.
3: <laughs> Meh. Anything else, gentlemen?
5: Kirsten's one-man war on the man babies. That's <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> one-man baby war. No, wait. One man. I'm the man. One-man one oh.
1: baby war? No, no you're ver- the man, and that's the problem. Man Shit. versus oh. man
5: baby. Damn it. I'm so confused now. Uh, let's do some emails.
3: I haven't done some emails in a while. They've been piling up. We got email? Oh, yeah. They're, literally, they've been piling up. So
5: How does that happen well, digitally? Listener mail. They
3: pop right at the top of the computer. It's awful. So if it said this is the first one, that shows oh. how wait, how far back this goes. Uh, this is from the Stephen General Manager DQ Scoop. Uh, instead of Simon Pegg's Igor going from movie to movie with a chip on his shoulder. Actually, it
1: com- it's a pronounced
3: Igor. I knew you were going to. <laughs> You come to find out he's actually the mastermind that created all of the Universal Monsters. Thoughts? Remember we were talking about? Oh, that's fun. Yeah. Yeah. I
2: don't remember that at all. <laughs> that's how long it's been. Yeah. You know, these listeners probably, they don't be- read my fucking email. Fuck this show. Not listening. Click. Yeah, right, <laughs> right. You might have missed it because we were doing <laughs> something stupid like saving a life or something. <laughs> no, that was before. Oh, yeah, that's right. It could have been, could have been, that, sh- could have been that show, right? Yeah. Was it that show? I don't know.
4: Oh, okay. Or killing somebody One or the other
3: Next mail <laughs> Clear <laughs> You've got mail This is from Cthulhu Collector So Do any of you guys watch the Orville? I keep yes. hearing you talk about Star Trek Discovery Just wondering if anyone watches it And what are your impressions?
4: I really want to watch all of it I've watched a few episodes And they all all the ones I've seen have made me want to watch more I just don't have an easy way to watch it right now
1: it's really come into its own. I like it a lot. Yeah. Um, you know, it's... Uh, somebody put it uh, in one of the uh, forums slash reviews that it's a solid sci-fi series homage to the Space Journey TV series like Star Trek with some dick and fart jokes sprinkled in. No. And, you know, I think that's that's... <laughs> I think that's a fart great sprinkles. way to. De- I think that's a great way to describe it. Um, it's a lot of fun. They're delving way more into the characters this season.
3: I don't want to name the episode that, but fart sprinkles. Yeah.
5: <laughs> Worst um, My Little Pony ever. <laughs> what? <laughs> Um, it's like glitter, you know, it just kind of you know showers over you. Although
3: Fart Sprinkle Pony does have a certain ring to
5: it. Oh, Fart Sprinkle, farts, farts,
3: farts yeah, when sprinkle it, when Pony. When it sprinkles over you, you
2: start looking around like, what the fuck?
4: <laughs> <laughs> right, right, like
2: <laughs> right. No,
4: you don't, God damn to, it. you don't have to guess. There's a cloud of glitter.
2: <laughs>
5: Cheese sandwich, did you eat beans again? Fucking. <laughs>
1: And,
2: you know uh, what? That's not the, blasphemy against There's kids. aliens <laughs> that on that show, right? There's aliens on that show, right? I, you're you're asking on my me little pony? Yes. No, no, there's no, a, no, no, Orval. Oh, yes. Orval. Oh, we're going yes. they're, they're aliens. Right? Maybe they do fart in their sprinkles. Yeah, really? Yeah, that's that could be true. a believable
5: thing. Maybe their dicks fart sprinkles. Yeah.
2: Oh my god. <laughs> fart
5: sprinkles? <laughs> wow. They're <laughs> aliens. You don't you don't on. know. Don't judge. Don't yeah, judge. Yeah, don't judge. What are you
2: racist against?
4: Yeah, really. Sorry. Right, Tick, fart sprinkles is my Gary or- Glitter cover band. Your who? Is my your- Gary Glitter cover band.
5: Ah, yeah, that's that's appropriate. That's good. actually um, that works. <laughs> yeah. So where Jeff- was I? Uh, <laughs> fart sprinkles. Yes. Oh, uh, I mean,
1: <laughs> you're the one that said fart in the schoolroom. <laughs> it does a good job of doing the traditional morality plays, a la Star Trek. Um, you know, in the guise of it being way in the future but still reflecting current events. Um, they had their their Best of Both Worlds style episodes, a two-parter that, you know, while I'm watching it, while it was unique and original to that series, I could see how it would have been inspired by, you know, one of the, the Borg episodes, you know, and I actually do think it was probably directly inspired by Best of Both Worlds, but uh, I think the writing is solid. Uh, as I mentioned before, the characters are really starting to to develop here in this second season um, and to be honest it looks like Seth MacFarlane's just enjoying it because you know he's a huge Star Trek fan I met him at the experience um, when I, I forgot who took him on the tour the backstage tour but uh, they told me that uh, <laughs> when they were doing the quizzes for the different people on the backstage tour uh Seth Green got like every question wrong, but Seth MacFarlane got every single question right. So, um and I knew that he had wanted to do and had approached a, a CBS about doing a Star Trek series at one point and, you know, was rejected, so he did his own series. So, he did his so, own. Good on him. And I mean, yeah. it's what's fascinating to me as well is the kind of care and love that they're putting into the actual production aspect, like the effects and everything, mm-hmm. because the ship is a real ship. It's a model. Mm-hmm. So 90% of what you see on screen is the physical model that they have shot old school, and there's some CG in there blended together. So looks better than all CG. so so, lighting yeah, they, they've done the old school lighting on the model in front of the green yeah. screen or orange screen, depending on yeah, it's how very, they're doing it.
5: It's very reminiscent of, uh, in that regard, of the uh, overlit uh, uh, early Next Generation, yeah. which was just savagely uh, overlit. But, um, yeah, I'm enjoying it. I'm liking it. It... Uh, it's very much uh, original series, next generation-oriented yeah. Trek. Um, it uh, And I agree, I'm not anti-Discovery. I like Discovery. I'm enjoying it. Right. But I do agree with people that Orville is more Trek than Discovery is. Um. 'Cause it's more w- classic Trek than Discovery's. more more classic. Right. More the this is about people going out and exploring and encountering, you know, new cultures and new civilizations with some relationship angles in it.
1: I haven't seen enough of Discovery to comment on that aspect of it, but yeah, I mean it's it's fun, it's enjoyable, it makes me wanna watch it week to week. Like so much that when I get home on Thursday nights from work I'm anticipating it being on the DVR. So, nah. so yeah. one so, yeah. day you should just erase it from the DVR.
3: I'm not that, that cruel.
1: Hopefully. Oh. Actually, I saved all the episodes for him because he wanted to watch them, but he hasn't. I feel really bad him. right now saying that because he just said that. He's a nice guy. I know. But,
3: uh, yeah, we're, so hopefully that answers
1: your all. question to your satisfaction. We
4: aren't all Florida Canadians.
5: <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I'm enjoying it immensely. It's good. It's good. Next email is from Jake. Oh, Jake.
3: Hang Guys, let's talk about Halloween. <laughs> let's.
5: Wow, that is an old
3: one. What year? Guys, who saw the new Halloween? Oh. Didn't what, see it. What do you think of it? Personally, I thought it didn't love, live up to the hype. Yes, I know. Shocker. But I told myself, as long as Busta Rhymes didn't beat the shit out of Michael, it'll be the best Halloween movie in 20 years, <laughs> which it was. Now, that said, evidently the slasher film is back, and Robert England and Heather Langenkamp have stated they'll do another. But my question is, do you think they should bypass the sequels? Because I'll be damned if I'm not considering Dream Warriors and Dream Master as canon. Gentlemen and Matt, your thoughts? Jake. Wow. <laughs>
1: hmm.
2: That's what I think of that. Well, First
3: of all, Jake, no one in here has seen the new Halloween, including myself, which is a travesty.
1: Didn't you just get it? I have it. I, okay. Yeah, I haven't
3: watched it yet, but I All
1: do I have right. it. I was like, I thought I remembered seeing it on the, the shelf when I got home from work the other day. I was like, oh, he's got that.
3: Yeah, so that's a bit on me. So it's come, my my thoughts will come later on on that. Uh, but as far as Freddy Krueger bypassing Canon with the original members, uh, no. Uh, I, I agree with you, Jake, that I think when it comes to Freddy Cannon, it's. One, three, four—simple as that. Those three are the core of Fred. And of course, there's really good ones like New Nightmare. And I'm not saying that some of the goofier ones don't have good aspects to them, uh, the Dream Child and the Part Six, Freddy's Dead. But they attempted Fred once as the the reboot, which. Didn't do all that well. Was just an okay movie. Yeah. Certainly better than their reboot attempt on Friday the 13th.
1: And it was... I think Jackie Earl Haley did a great job with the character. I just think it was... It suffered from the script not being...
3: It suffered from them not doing much with the dream sequences. yeah, that too. If you're going to have Freddy Krueger, you need to make those dream sequences scary, surreal, weird, and really, really creative. And Uh, and, and, they weren't in any way.
1: Yeah, and in Dreamscape, it really kind of needs to be over the top as well. And it
3: seemed like they were just kind of... Yeah. Like... They were afraid to make choices, and it showed. yeah. Yeah. So... I agree. That's what that one suffered. Uh, do I think that if they do another one with Heather and Robert Englund, I don't think they'll throw out the canon for that reason. The, oh, they, it
5: hasn't been announced?
3: No. They, they just, that's their interest, and I don't think it's going to happen.
5: No, but I mean throwing out canon. I mean, no. It, it, uh, Jake. No. For goodness sakes.
3: The, the reason why they threw out the canon in Halloween is because the canon of Halloween is Crazy Sauce Clown Shoes Bonkers. Mm. <laughs> it's, as it goes on, it gets worse and stupider. That's the only true. good Halloween movie is one and arguably three. And that's the one without Michael Myers in it. Weird. The rest of them hurt. So Freddie Cannon. Freddie Cannon. Yeah, forget Freddie Cannon. The singer of Palisades um, Park, uh, yeah, which you hate. I do, <clears throat> and he haunts my dreams. Yeah.
1: Down to Palisades
4: wow. Park. Wow. I had to look it up. He said Freddie Cannon. I'm like, wait, that sounds... Yeah.
1: So That yes. sounds vaguely familiar. So if you need
5: more Freddie Cannon, don't listen to that song. The bastard son of a hundred insane fathers. <laughs> Freddie Cannon? Oh, yes, that's how you get a song like
3: that. <laughs> Chuck <laughs> Barris wrote that. That's <laughs> how you get a song like that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Bastard <laughs> yeah. son of a thousand maniacs, Chuck Barris. Yeah. <laughs>
1: CIA operative Chuck <laughs> Barris.
5: That's the one. Did
4: you ever watch the it? end of that? I don't think I ever watched the end of that.
5: Uh, I have, but yeah, we uh, we need to essay that at some point. But the the movie? Yeah, we were watching it one night. Really? A, years ago. And no and confessions of a dangerous yeah, mind. Yeah, that's what I'm asking. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So. Oh yeah, and it's, and, it's an interesting movie. And yeah. For some. Oh, I I loved it, but somewhere towards the end, the DVD was not interacting with Andy's player. Oh, okay. Very well, and we literally couldn't finish it at Andy's. I finished it elsewhere, uh, at home. So I've seen the end of the movie. But yeah, it, it was funny because it just. It just, at a certain point, was not playing anymore. But it worked fine on mine at home. Mm. I still don't get that, but yeah. We, we ought to watch that again. All right, That was a fun movie. I enjoyed that. Yeah. This last email is
3: from Gaming Mill. So I will attempt to read it in my absolute worst accent. <sighs> oh, all Right. Dear. dear Not the Paul Show, Belated Happy New Year to you all. Why have I left it so late? I'll tell you. Right up to the very end of December, just after Festivus, I visited my doctor because I had somewhat of a nasty cold. I know a doctor can't really do anything to help cure a cold, but I was hoping he could prescribe something to help me relieve the symptoms. You know, stuff that you can't buy over the counter. I have a corrupt uncle that provides such services, along with pirated DVDs, cars of dubious origin, and pornography that would make Ron Jeremy blush. I decided against using his services because a friend once did and he ended up buying a bag of dried dandelion petals and a couple of Grammys of what turned out to be cement powder. My corrupt uncle said this was because of a mix-up in the supply chain. About an hour after seeing my doctor, I was in a hospital bed it turned out I had extremely severe case of pneumonia. Why did you leave it so long? You could have died, the doctor said, to the ho- said in the hospital. I, I was somewhat dubious. I mean, what do people who have trained in the medical field for a good ten years before becoming professionals know? Two weeks later, I was out and nearly cured. Upon this good news, I decided to go out and celebrate with my friends and the ladies. My imaginary wife is currently in the U.S. of the States, so I could get away... Get away, wife! It that's it says get away wife with it, it. wife with wife. he wrote wife wife with no. it yeah, wife, wife it. it. That's weird. That, that's
1: it. It. you sure he wasn't trying to say so I could get away with it. That's with it real good. Uh 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 uh, uh 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 uh.
3: The next day I was back in the hospital.
2: Is that your Blackpool accent there?
3: Maybe. <laughs> I had terrible shakes, which I thought at first was because of a tad too much of overindulgence. Turned out it wasn't over-exuberance that caused the shakes. The fact I'd vomited copious amounts of blood that morning was pure coincidence. It transpired I'd got some stomach ulcer or something. The doctors did tell me what was wrong with me, but I tend to glaze over when my own mortality becomes apparent, so I'm just generalizing about the whole problem with my guts. As I sit here and type, I'm back in hospital being cured again. And I've been in here for some time now. It's really boring. And as a result, I've managed to spend nearly a thousand pounds, about 1300 US, on, your, on a gaming laptop. This is uh, free Wi-Fi here, which has got me thinking, can any of the Not The Paul Show guests on your studio recommend any PC games that are worth buying? I've got over 900 games on Steam alone, so the chances are I might already own them, but I'm up for recommendations of something that is not only good, but a bit different, too. I've had to resort to gaming because none of these nurses are up for any extracurricular activities. Is there any need for them to be so professional? I only want a bit of comforting for medical reasons. Your biggest fan, Gaming Mill.
4: And for those who have posed the question on the lair a while back, that is actually Todd's real accent. Yeah, that's it right there.
5: Ah.
3: Uh. Gaming Mill, I hope you feel better, my I, God. I...
2: He's already died. Is is so gaming so Mill alive? Just, yeah. is, is gaming <laughs>
5: Mill a real person? I mean, let's have this discussion. Gaming Mill, as far as I can tell, is
4: essentially the British Hunter Thompson. <laughs> 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 Some of what he writes is real. Some of his fantasy and the wine blurs.
3: I like this description. Blurs. <laughs> I think it, it yeah.
1: nails it. Blurs it blurs you. Depends on what they were giving him
5: in the hospital. Right. Yeah. I would say gaming get net hack. <laughs> i watch i watch Classic. uh matt colville play net he God, that matt colville brilliant. has ascended for the second time in oh, NetHack, wow and uh every time i watch it andy is enraptured he 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 can't take his eyes off it's
4: like with road accidents. it's like what the he's, he's fighting punctuation what the hell is
5: going on <laughs> it's not really. and it's really funny because at one point i'm like you know i don't know which 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 icon is he and andy's like he's the at symbol and <laughs> yes. Andy's following along. Like, it's not that I can't follow. I can't understand uh, like, why he's doing it. Yeah, but they're five at symbols. Yeah, well, they're all him. You know, it's funny. So I would love to actually hear what Gaming Mill has to say about NetHack. Ah, and you know, you do too, Todd. I do. I I actually do. Yeah, that would that would actually be fun. Or a, whoever this person is who's calling himself Gaming mill and making up weird stories you know either way matt you're the pc guy any game suggestions (laughs) for the mill pc wow (laughs) he's (laughs) been described
2: as pc i uh, i'm out of the pc gaming for a while now i just played one game you know world of warcraft and he, he he won't want to play that you sure yeah
3: but uh lots of grinding uh, I would give you a suggestion. It's one I've actually been playing on PS4, but I know it's on PC. Dead Cells, a Metroidvania style uh, action game that has heavy replayability to it. Uh, in fact, I've had it for what, now about a month and a half? And I'll still throw down about 45 minutes into it about every other day. It's just that much fun, and it just keeps adding new things to it as you play. So try Dead Cells. Uh, I've been out of the PC gaming thing for a while as well. Uh, Steam has basically become a shit show. It's hard to see what's good anymore. So I kind of just got out of it. Oh, my. And uh, in in your 900 games, I know you haven't played all of them because none of us who have Steam libraries have. So go try those other games you haven't tried yet. Put that money you've spent to good use. Start with
4: the Z's and go backwards.
3: And be glad... That you live in a country, where all of your medical problems have allowed you to still buy a thousand dollar gaming PC. Right. Yeah, really? Yeah, no
5: kidding. Well, at least while you got all those Spanish and Filipino nurses, because mm-hmm. once uh, Brexit happens, you're gonna, oh, yeah. you're gonna have to be taken care of by Glinda and 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 and. Uh, you're trying to uh, come up with funny British names. Yeah, I, I, <laughs> Jane Margaret with bad teeth. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, get your extracurricular activities Uh, with that. Corwin. (laughs) Gwendolyn. Gwendolyn, yeah. Abigail, I like that. Abigail. By the
2: wood.
4: (laughs) By the wood. (laughs) Hermione, no. (laughs) No.
0: Whoa.
5: (laughs) Uh, uh, I'd get sick for Hermione. Gaming mail will help you do that. (laughs) (laughs) Feel better, whoever you are. I
2: don't know who these people are. The um, Russian troll. That's what it the is. Russian yeah, really.
3: Troll. Right. A Russian
5: guy. <laughs> Weekend geek. Yay! It's, it's Weekend geek. If this is the last Oh wait, this... for for
3: blame the news for not what having a What happened anything? in the news you don't give a shit about? You couldn't yeah. make shit up? Yeah, really. No. Yeah. It's the news. I'm not Fox. <laughs> oh <laughs> Fake News. Boom. <laughs> fake news. All right, we discussed it a little bit, but here's some in-depth numbers. Captain Marvel, Marvel Studios' first female-led superhero movie, dominated the do- domestic box office during its first weekend in theaters, $153 million. Combined domestic and foreign, $455 million, a figure that shatters the all-time record for a female-led film's debut. Okay. The previous record holder was Disney's live-action remake of Beauty and the Beast, which nabbed $357 million during its first weekend in 2017. Internationally, Captain Marvel has the sixth best opening of all time. Did you describe Beauty and the Beast as a superhero movie? No. Okay.
5: good. Female
4: lead. Female, Female lead. Okay. Good.
5: Did you mention who was involved?
4: <laughs> <laughs> I went. I went. I went. To, I, went, to, I, went I went away from. It.
5: real, real. <laughs> he no. was. He was unscrewing the top on his soda, and it, it, was it required hard. all was, of his it focus. It Really was all my focus for sure. I was lost. <laughs>
4: tried to do it quietly. It's hard. Uh <laughs> life is hard. And I like
5: Todd how you're like no. <laughs> <laughs> god damn it. <laughs>
4: well I saw the preview for uh um Frozen 2 and it's like they're trying to make it a superhero movie.
2: Oh my god, just
3: edit what? edit all that out. Can you just edit the wasn't was not was was Frozen was... 1 a superhero movie?
4: Yeah, no. It was like super,
2: <laughs> It was almost a su- it was very close to being a
3: supervillain movie. Right? Mm-hmm. So, Captain Marvel has the sixth best opening of all time, as well as the second best comic book opening for Marvel after Avengers Infinity War. In particular, the Chinese box office yielded $34.3 million on Friday night, the second highest beginning of any Marvel movie in China after Infinity War. China. In North America, Captain Marvel will nab the second biggest opening for any comic book movie to introduce a new character, the number one, of course, being Black Panther, which shattered all kinds of records. Moreover, Captain Marvel has defeated Wonder Woman, whose domestic debut of 103 million is no longer the benchmark. Directed by Indie Darlings, Anna Bowden, and Ryan Fleck, who did Mississippi Grind, the movie centers on Carol Danvers. And I'm not going to go into plot. What? Don't go into plot. I'm not going to go plot. I was going to little plots, snops, go the plot. I'm
5: going to go into the SJW the plot
3: thins.
5: I could plot.
3: Uh, go woke, get broke. <laughs> yeah. I Like Scary Movies. Yes, we know that. Is I can't not lie. <laughs> is an upcoming multi-sensory interactive art installation honoring some of the scariest movies ever made. Inspiring some, uh, inspired by some of Warner Brothers Pictures, New Line Cinema's most enduring and scream-inducing scary movies, I Like Scary Movies. The multi-sensory installation brings to life the It Saga, The Shining, Beetlejuice, The Lost Boys, and A Nightmare on Elm Street, and opens up April 4th in Los Angeles at The Desmond, which I looked up is basically an office space that you could rent, so Mm. they rented office space for this attraction. A massive Freddy glove made up of steel, aluminum, leather, and special effect latex lies inside the exhibit in an immersive and... Selfie-friendly version of Fred, Freddy's boiler room layer, according to the press release, the Freddy glove will be a fully articulating piece with hinges at the finger joints, so that guests can pull Freddy's infamous knives around them for the ultimate in horror fan photo opportunity. I, you were going to pull his finger, weren't you? That's what you were thinking. Yeah, he's, he's <laughs> fart sprinkle. Yeah, Get pull my finger, pull my finger. Three more your sprinkles.
2: <laughs>
1: But if Andy pulled his finger, wouldn't he slice off his hand? Andy?
5: Well, actually, the problem. Well, I would slice off somebody else's <laughs> yeah, hand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, exactly. that's
2: true. And
1: then
5: whoops, whoops, sorry. Andy will pull sorry. the blade, and like a room away, you'll hear Jeff go, God damn it! <laughs> You've got the body, but I've got the gastrointestinal issues. <laughs> uh, oh, wow, Jack Palance playing Freddy. <laughs> I was going to ask, by the way, Andy, Freddie Glove is the cover band for uh, uh, Spinal Tap from the infamous Smell the
3: Glove album. Oh, i give you better. Freddie and the Dreamers. That's not bad. Yeah. Or, or Freddie Cannon. No, not, <laughs> definitely not Freddie Cannon.
5: Not that bastard son of a hundred maniacs.
3: Beyond Freddy's Boiler Room, guests will be invited to sink into the ominous carpet of the Shinings Overlook Hotel or hang out with the tiny headed guests waiting in Beetlejuice's graveyard and netherworld waiting room, then ride with the Lost Boys on the way to Pennywise's lair. All the creations are spearheaded by master installation artist Maximilian who's been the driving force behind some of Comic-Con's most memorable activations over the years. How long will this activation be in effect? I Like Scary Movies runs from April 4th to June 16th. Field trip. On its first tour stop. It hasn't announced any other dates yet, but it is planning to move around the country. Ooh,
2: Definitely coming here probably. Yeah, I don't
3: know if definitely. Vegas Um, tends to get missed on this sort of stuff. It'll definitely go to New York, definitely go to Atlanta. Chicago. They might hit Bonnie Springs. If we're a, if Springs. we're
1: an early destination, we get stuff. But if if Los Angeles is anywhere in their you know itinerary, we definitely get skipped.
5: Probably they probably do uh, assume Vegas is a mostly southern something California like anything market.
1: within five hundred miles. I think yep. is what they there usually
5: look at. There you so, go. Yeah, field trip. I like it. Andy does those. I do regularly whenever i can
3: terry gilliam's 1981 time bandits yes is headed to tv under what? the under the command <laughs> you were so on board and then you just lost you <laughs> we greenlit this i know
2: <laughs> pulling my funding
3: <laughs> under the command of tico watiti yeah. Yay. The director and sometimes writer of What We Do in the Shadows and Thor Ragnarok, Flight of the Concords, and an upcoming episode of The Mandalorian will have his hands full acting as both co-writer and director for the pilot episode, which will be coming from Apple Streaming. Oh, that's <laughs> right, Apple Streaming. <laughs> yeah, I remember <laughs> we, we <read> that? <laughs> I probably <laughs> I probably read that just because of that. You did. Yeah, absolutely <laughs> did. No. He no. will executive produce the potential series with Gilliam and People of Earth's Dan Halstead. The film follows an 11-year-old boy who gets sucked into a history-hopping caper being run by six dwarves that help God build the universe. Along the way, he meets Napoleon, Robin Hood, and King Agamemnon, amongst others. Turning the project into a TV show was yet another Gilliam initiative that's taken years. But now, with a writer-director attached for the pilot, it's gonna happen. And since Ample is currently snapping up original content for its TV offerings, it will likely go to series.
5: Hey, cool. Don't touch that. It's concentrated evil.
3: <laughs> Mom, Dad, it's evil. Don't touch it. That will forever be scarred in my brain. Mm-hmm. Yep. Forever.
4: <laughs> I did a gig last week that had uh, a Wayne and Garth, Rocky, uh, and four Oompa Loompas, one of whom I knew
2: where what
5: it was a live sex show <laughs> at the italian american club <laughs> it, it was part of his uh
3: tea group I no it's i don't I was, understand where i was paid, it I was paid for standing to
2: that it's like
1: at first i'm like well toy con was last weekend and there were some people in cosplay maybe that's where he's going with nope. this nope these are not these anywhere are close paid impersonators wandering around a.
4: I know, pool on the roof of the cosmos why would you say that? time bandits little people
5: umpa um, um.
4: I was the whole time I was wondering myself <laughs> yeah. who's who's out there uh, as far as good little person actors right now and you've got you know there's usually two or three little person actors I can only think of two right now Yeah. yeah so there must be like who's your two uh and of course you've said that's so my brand new ah. blank <laughs> the guy that was on seinfeld and and of course uh, um, um peter dinklage thank you and peter dinklage is obviously not gonna do this <laughs>
2: <What>? <laughs> why not because he's got enough
4: he's got he's getting big huge movies and shit he's not gonna dick with any tv shit this is big classics. huge
5: movies this is that some kind of joke <laughs> he was a giant in the last movie I saw, Oh, man. my God.
1: That's true. Was. God, I love that. I a love giant that. Dwarf was so that. was so awesome. I love that. Was like, was like, there were 150 dwarves on this station. And I'm like, dwarves, huh?
3: <laughs> oh, man. It was just, what a great, what, oh, yeah. A new sci-fi film is coming from sci-fi legend Steven Spielberg's Amblin Partners. The company has acquired the rights to Carol Stivers' novel The Mother Code which is about a war-torn future where scientists endeavor to save humanity by giving up unborn children to mothering robots. Ew. A boy grows up with his AI mom, then must stop the government when they decide to shut down the program and all the robots. The film will have a script from Night Flyers writer Amy Louise Johnson, and no director is attached to the film as it is still in early development. And as mentioned earlier... Jan Michael Vincent, actor who played tech helicopter pilot Stringfellow Hawk on the television series. Yeah, that, that's, that's the name. On, know, a, on the television just, series, it's, just, it's, it's, it's an odd name, yeah. Stringfellow. You don't get... There is a British name,
5: mm, Stringfellow. Yeah, right. You got him, String. He's probably bitter because his brother got the cooler name. Yeah. St. St. John. Ah, yes. St. John. And it's St. John, and not St. John Hawk. Yep. That's... Now, there you go. That's a British hero who's going out to save the universe. Damn
3: right. Him and Judge Dredd. (laughs) Uh, He was 73, Airwolf, which ran from 84 to 87, centered on an experimental high-tech military helicopter and its crew as they went on espionage-themed missions. While on the show, Vincent was one of the highest-paid people on TV, reportedly getting paid $200,000 per episode. The actor also starred opposite Burt Reynolds in the 1978 Hooper. film Hooper, indeed, and Kim Basinger in the 1981 film Hard Country. His most recent film was the 2002 indie film White Boy.
5: Uh, and Ernest Borgnine was in Airwolf. Yes, he was. Yeah, just wanted to say that. Yes, Andy? Also, yeah, really. <laughs> and uh, yeah, there was this uh, little person who looked just like Ernest Borgnine, who... Uh, I met on the strip last week, so there you go. You saw Antonio? Um, Actually, what I did want to comment was when you mentioned he was 73, did you see that meme that's out there now? I I, I assume it's true. I actually didn't research it. Will Wheaton. Will Wheaton? (laughs) Is the age Stuart was when he took on the role of Picard. Wow. Sounds about right. So Captain Crusher, you're saying? So, I want that show so badly. (laughs) (laughs) No, I'm saying old. We're old. I could have told you. That was a long way to say what I could have told you. You've
4: told me that every week for the last goddamn (laughs) three or four years on this show.
5: That's right, old man. Don't you forget it. Universal Studios and Orlando
3: Resort are getting a new attraction at the Wizarding World of Harry Potter thanks to a new light show featuring Dementors, Death Eaters, Aragog, Mountain Trolls, Festrels, and Voldemort. Dark Arts at Hogwarts Castle is a nighttime projection coming this spring that will use lights and music to haunt the magical world with evil until a Patronus comes to save the day. While the lights will be entertaining, the music, based on the melodies of John Williams, who scored the saga's first three films, shall leave plenty of impact when Dark Arts at Hogwarts Castle hits the Wizarding World of Harry Potter from April 13th to the 28th and May 25th to 27th at Universal Studios Hollywood. Wow. The, the lights show only doing it for like a week or two? The light show will hit Universal Orlando Resorts later this year. They're probably doing testing during that time. Okay. So I... I, I don't think it's gonna be what's the name of that the Disney show that's just super way over the top, not illusions, but something like that. You mean where they project on the Fant, f- uh, fan, fan, it's not Fantas- Fantasmagoria. Something like that. But but fantastic. Jamie. Yeah, fantastic something. John. Fantastia. Falistia. Damn, Damn it.
5: We kind of have to make John start recording himself when he watches <laughs> the, or <laughs> listens wearing. to the podcast because he's probably screaming. At his dashboard right now. I think now. it's called the Phantasmic. I'm looking that at it. That sounds right. Which is an amazing show to watch. Phantasmic, you're correct. Yeah. There, um, I was once almost the mute in Phantasmics, but, yeah, I yeah. didn't do it. That is a theater joke way on the top is, of tough. most. That I, is. Even I just got the tiny
1: edge of it and said, I
5: think I feel there is. Well, then I feel my work yeah, here is done. done
3: it. <laughs> no, it's only beginning. <laughs>
1: You know, seeing your shirt and you're talking about Universal really makes me miss the uh, Back to the Future ride. Now everyone's looking had. at my
5: goddamn shirt. It's, it's a yeah. Rick and Morty shirt oh. with uh, Back to the Future. Oh, uh, without my glasses, it looks like an anime, anime girl sitting on the toilet. <laughs> oh, you're right. I'm, I'm wearing not the shirt I didn't think I was wearing. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> the, on
3: the Yeah, that's that's, that's that's what it is. Is the microphone in the way? Yeah. Okay. All right. And it's underneath. It says, "My what a lovely tea party." <laughs>
1: in fact, I was watching on YouTube. They had a a whole thing on uh, it, uh, theme park uh, shoot it's massacres. The theme,
2: park.
1: <laughs> <laughs> theme park shoots, huh? They do Yesterworld as well, but uh, it's theme park. Uh, help me out here, Tori. You know, Yesterworld. What I'm Yesterworld is one of the things that he does, but like like attractions that aren't around anymore. What's the name of that?
3: Expedition Extinct? Uh,
1: Something like that. But they did a whole behind-the-scenes on the development of the Back to the Future ride up to its demise.
3: He's covered every ride out there.
1: Yeah. And if he hasn't,
5: he will. Mm. And on a second note, TM, Theme Park Massacre... (laughs)
3: <laughs> ugly coucho
5: productions will be making that movie mm.
3: on a shoestring
5: budget <laughs> we'll film it at bonnie springs
3: no i mean the massacre will be done with shoestrings oh <laughs> it'll
5: be strangling strangulation there you go no we gotta we gotta do it gorilla shoot it gorilla style we need a gorilla in uh that's gonna be expensive yeah there you go we can't do expensive in disney just you know, we you just without our phones you and see, sh-
2: you see Andy trying to sneak up on like a,
5: a group heading to run. Yeah, and yeah, just, people like, on over the and- express line. <laughs> damn it, express line! They're moving too
3: fast. God damn it! What's the name of that Disney movie that was filmed gorilla style? It's not I, a great. It's not yeah. a great
5: movie, right?
3: But it's impressive that they did it. Yeah, they filmed it in the Disney we, parks. We've we talked about it here several times. Yeah. Just, yeah, yeah,
5: yeah. It's don't watch it. And now. it's a guy following around the girls. Here it right. is. It was
1: Theme Park History is the name of the channel. That's the name of the movie, Theme Park History. No, Theme Park oh. History is the name of the channel that I watched the, uh, the Back to the Future the ride, the history of.
2: You know what you're getting on that channel. Mm. Yes. Yes, Theme Park History.
5: Theme Park Massacre.
4: You know, a gorilla suit's only about 60, 70 bucks you get it at the right time. Still too
3: expensive. All right. Mandy, we need you to make one for 20. Yeah. <laughs> Duck, I need tuck to, I need tuck to, tape and dryer lint. I need you to start <laughs> collecting
4: kits to shed fur now. And I have to wear the thing, so I'm just a massive allergy-ridden beast. we got to save money. <laughs> What's that? What's that? What's that it's wheezing
5: noise? Oh, <laughs> is <the> we-
4: <laughs> It'll save
3: us thousands on foley.
5: His eyes are swollen <laughs> shut. We take it, Dave Foley. What are you talking about? We. Do- oh. Oh. Oh my God. Oh. Yeah, like a murders on the Rue Morgue, right? There's right? a mad gorilla in the theme park, who's killing people who alienated somebody. It's all coming together. Mm. It people is. who dance better than Gaston. It's it's not coming together yeah. actually. It's not even but but mostly, the further The kid who gassed on totally We could use gas, that's cheap. On yeah. Shoestrings and gas. That's how people die in this massacre. That's a good movie name too.
3: Shoestrings and gas.
0: <laughs>
3: well, you know It's actually a detective
4: team.
5: <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say the gas is, you know, where the fart sprinkles. mm you're really just all over that, huh? It, it, well, it's it's all over us. It's a visual. Mm-hmm. Come on, which is great yeah. for a podcast.
0: Yeah.
3: No, <laughs> no, 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 no. Th- in this case, it's theater of the mind, and it works. <laughs> ah, yes,
4: <laughs> that's right. Yes, Heart just imagine us hip deep
3: in glitter here while we're recording this brown glitter. There you go. You're, you're, just you're next going, time he...
2: you're going down one of those, uh, you know, rides at Universal. You come around the corner. There's Andy, pants down. And he just he just like throws. Talk about,
3: talk about painting a portrait.
2: He's <laughs> talking about visual. He's, he's mooning the thing as they go by. He just throws a bunch of glitter, and then you hear in the distance
5: farts, sprinkles. No, <laughs> come on, dude. It's Andy. He's dedicated to his art. He'll be will <laughs> be preloading before every boat comes tight. around. Yeah. Oh <laughs> <laughs> Just holds his nose, closes his mouth and he's like <laughs> fart sprinkles. <laughs>
3: Ride fart sprinkle mountain to this tune. <laughs> and
5: he's only on only the third the third boat comes by and Andy's like I hate this job. <laughs> <laughs> this is worse than a job
4: where they had the tough point out in the Andy where it was tied.
1: <laughs> no, you, you, he would actually be more like one of the, the animals in Flintstones going, It's, it's a living. <laughs> <laughs> and he wouldn't break even, but he'd do it anyways. Yeah. Right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he, you're, you're right. He would probably actually lose money on the
3: deal. Yeah. <laughs> Total expenditure. It's not just a job, it's an adventure. Her? Alice in Chains, one of the pioneering acts of Seattle's grunge music scene, has released the first two chapters. Down in a hole. Anyways, it's no, up. go ahead, please. No, no, That's no. Keep rolling. No,
4: no. It's impressive. What, Somebody knew an Alice in I Chains I almost song. went the
3: porn star. Yeah, Has just released the first two chapters of a full-length sci-fi movie based on the band's latest
5: album,
2: Spoonman.
5: The film, no, really, <laughs> Soundgarden. Sound <got> yeah, <laughs> 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 oh, <wait>, Sorry, sorry. <laughs> Quick, Andy, what's an Alanson Chain's porn movie name?
1: Although both lead singers are dead, so maybe there's that's where you were. Yeah, uh, I
5: know. Alice know, no. through the glory hole. Yeah, no, I was. I mean, <laughs> like a real one. Oh. But although Alice through the glory hole is,
3: I think there's both of them called the Rooster. So either way, we're yeah. there. <laughs> you
5: go. They come to kill the rooster. There. Snuff the Yeah, rooster. yeah.
3: That's yeah, a dark film, but they snuff the rooster. The yeah. film is called Black Antenna, and it is directed by Adam Mason, who recently helmed an April Fool's Day segment of Bloomhouse and Hulu's Into the Dark Holiday Horror Anthology series. He's also working on a theatrical feature for Bloomhouse called They Come Knocking. Mason and Paul Sloan also co-wrote Black Antenna, which follows two humanoid aliens named Alpha played by Sloan, and his 21-year-old daughter, Beta, played by Victoria Dove, who communicate with each other t- telepathically as they drive their beat-up truck across California. With Beta seducing men, they come across, the pair stealing whatever electronic devices they can from their targets. What did you say to offend them all? Everybody left the goddamn room <laughs> at the same goddamn... Should, it's just you and me, Andy. No!
4: That was weird. I think there was some fart sprinkle action going on there, and they just couldn't take it.
3: <laughs> is it the Alice in Chains? That is is that the one who did know. it?
4: Oh, God. I don't care about this story. Let's go every different direction but here. It was weird because they, they
3: literally did that. <laughs> I think they were
4: communicating telepathically, and they just made the decision. They went
3: three different directions. There's <laughs> two directions out of this room. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> What are you talking about? Never left. I'm here. With Beta seducing <laughs> men. Never here. <laughs> that they come across, the pair stealing whatever electronic devices they can from their targets. Alpha tries to build an antenna that will get a signal back to their homeworld. But their presence what? is discovered by dark forces intent on wiping them out before their call for help can be answered.
4: The alien daughter is seducing men to steal their
1: Walkmen?
3: To steal all electronic all equipment they get their hands on. This is basically uh, R rated. Grunge rock et.
1: I was gonna say Kay. et blow,
5: blow. Et blow home. Et blow home. home. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> and she has to do it because she's the master beta. <laughs> <Maybe> she's the <laughs> alpha. She's
2: the. You won't be missed, Andy. Red, red I light. didn't and, say that. No, no, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I'm just saying tonight <laughs> we'll be played by K. Andy <laughs> played by K. So you won't be missed at all. Is what I'm saying. <laughs> That was great. I didn't say that. you were defiant. Oh, my God.
4: I will own up to my stupid shit, but when he says it.
1: (laughs) When he says it, we still blame you.
3: (laughs) Each segment, there will be 10 in total. Is set to the tune of one of the songs on Alice in Chains' sixth studio album, Rainier Fog, which the group released last fall. The first chapter is titled The One You Know after the opening number, while chapter two is named after the LP's title track. The music video released last year for The One You Know interspersed performance footage of the band, also directed by Mason with scenes from the film. Whoa, 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 wait, isn't one of the singers dead like m- many years ago? Yeah, but Alison Chains Lane has Staley. gone on.
1: Yeah, they. Yeah. Um, but he was like, so like crucial to.
3: Okay. Not really. I mean, I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm not going to denigrate the man. What he offered to the band, he's fantastic. But the singer they have now is just
5: as good. Okay.
3: Was it Lane Staley or something yeah. like that? Yeah. 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 I said that. Did you? So I watched the first two. No,
5: I said that
2: apparently. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wham, wham over there. <laughs>
3: Cry, cry, cry. I watched the first two episodes. It's kind of what I'd expect from Alice in Chains sci-fi movie. So
4: probably not a necessary thing to... Uh, Second video has
3: nudity in it. Yeah, I got porn. Lots of it.
5: Well, yeah. I mean, all Alice in Chains videos are going to have nudity in it. That's what she does. Broken. We're all broken (laughs) Details about
3: Amazon's upcoming Lord of the Rings show have begun to trickle out. Oh, yeah. Thanks to some updated maps. Mm. They've been posting maps onto their Twitter feed as teases. Past maps have explained that the film wouldn't be about young Aragorn, as some of the names of the landmarks and towers didn't exist during the hero's time. But now the newest expansion of the map from the Lord of the Rings Twitter account has introduced a lost civilization and the confirmation of a new age. As the inclusion of the Atlantis-like island uh, Numenor wasn't enough, the account followed up with a second tweet that cleared up when the series will be set when they tweeted, Welcome to the Second Age. Of Aquarius? Yes. This means the show will be set in the era leading up to the last alliance of elves and men defeating Sauron's army, but not destroying the ring in the opening scene of the first film. The Second Age is about 3,500 years long, it involves tons of drama, but the fall of Numenor and the creation of the Final Alliance during the era's fourth millennium may well be the focus.
5: I just hope they finish the TV like series before the author dies.
3: I <laughs> 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 uh, see a preview for the Tolkien movie coming up that started still oh, up the, on YouTube. The, the, the biopic.
5: Yeah. The Inklings uh, dudes. Yeah. I've, I've seen bits and pieces. It looks, looks like it'll be interesting. I've, I'm very excited to watch it This second age thing's gonna be that's gonna sure. be fun there because it's not <clears throat> it's not just like high-powered magics I, mean, I i don't think there's gonna be elf titties but it's definitely got uh i'm sorry to disappoint you todd god but damn it. um why don't you think there'll be elf titties ah, that's a good point okay wouldn't they just <laughs>
1: look like normal titties more angular.
2: Long
5: are better than Klingon
1: titties.
2: Okay.
3: <laughs> yeah, more angular. Let's talk about Slanesh titties. Slanesh titties. <laughs> yeah, that's,
2: those are some yeah. not so good titties. <laughs> I, I love uh, how Slanesh. It, like in the, Slanesh,
3: in the same... I'm glad you asked, Andy. Slanesh oh, shit, I is, figure out what it is. The, of one of the
5: Warhammer demon gods of the warp god. Yes, mm-hmm. not a goddess. Mm-mm. These are man titties.
3: No. That in em- that embraces <laughs> seduction and pleasure. Mm-hmm. Oh. So so there's a lot of topless models in this with like claws for hands. Cool. The noise Marines. The know. noise that Marines. Claws
5: for hands. Favorites. Well, that's not a happy ending. Like, you know. It,
2: you know the guitar player in Fury
5: Road. Yeah, doof. That's yeah, a noise Marine. That's a
2: noise Marine. Really? <laughs> yes.
5: That's cool. Suddenly, you've got K into it. Yeah, <laughs> I'm there now. But I mean, there's a lot of uh, politics of and, dancing. and and skullduggery <laughs> yeah. and stuff going on with uh, the second age, where Sauron oh, yes. uh, like ingratiates himself in the Numenorean court and stuff. It actually, actually, it's uh, it's. It's wildly epic too. I want to see
2: more of Sauron because that opening fight scene was amazing. Like boom, yeah, boom, it'll, boom. it'll 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 like.
5: be interesting to see what way they go with it. So that actually will be kind of you know, but yeah, no, I don't think there'll be elf titties. So There's a d- out. elf titties and fart sprinkles. <laughs> Take two two taste that go great the, together?
1: There's the there's the title of the episode right <laughs> no, there. No, no. No cities and fart sprinkles.
5: <laughs> it's, <laughs> but it's funny. It's too much of a good thing. Because if if I was to write There's no such thing as if, too much of a I good thing. If I was to like do uh My Little Pony tie in. <laughs> this that's probably where I'd go.
1: Pony titties fart sprinkles the pony. Well,
5: there are are there any udders? Oh, oh. <laughs> your jokes are just, you're on fire. <laughs> <laughs> you're on fire, yeah. I'm, just, I'm just Sandy.
2: Just fiery mane. Anyways.
3: There's a documentary coming that dives into the making of the 1980s television adaptation of It, called Pennywise, The Story of It. The documentary will include 50 interviews with the cast and crew of the film, along with over 700 never-before-seen photos from the production and rare footage and photos from the set. Some of the people that were interviewed include Tim Curry, Seth Green, Richard Thomas, Emily Perkins, Bart Mixon, and a lot more. The documentary, quote, will explore the legacy of the show as well as the cultural impact that Pennywise has had on a generation of fans. With hours and with hours of never before seen behind the scenes footage. In exclusive photos, Pennywise will be the ultimate celebration of this much-loved classic and will also be a lasting tribute to the remarkable work of one of cinema's greatest character actors, Mr. Tim Curry, unquote. So, apparently,
4: you broke poor Jeff over here, so I'll have to say it for him. The story of what?
1: God, no. No. I didn't have the necessary
5: pause for me to to interject
2: on
3: purpose. Purpose. Those are hands. Don't worry. Do you, do you, well, yeah, That's I,
5: okay. When Andy's around, no pause is necessary. It's all about the perfect comedy timing, Andy.
1: The perfect... Co-
2: do you d- see what you d- did there, man. Timing? Is, uh,
1: <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know what? You just I,
2: blunder into it. Just just blunder I, right, I, right into mid-story. You just, you <laughs> just make that all. <laughs> just trip
5: over the wiring <laughs> and go head first into the soundboard. Blaze your own trail of pillowing... <laughs> Whatever story Todd is trying to say. Uh, I never
1: thought clowns were scary, but Tim Curry in that It makeup in that series was fucking scary. Yeah. I mean, I still watched it, but man, was he creeping me out while I'm watching it.
3: Yeah,
4: his his performance is top notch. How old were yeah. you when you watched that for the first time? It came out
1: in what, 80? It was late 80s. So six? <laughs> yeah. Seven? Something like that? Maybe I want to say further.
3: 87. 87 sounds right, actually.
1: Uh, 87, um, 88. So it would have been maybe 12 or 13. That's a perfect time like to start that. getting
3: scared. I know I'd already read it at that point, so I was excited to see it. Oh, this says 1990. That makes more sense because I could imagine doing a thousand-page <laughs> novel, anything at twelve years old. I would have been I would have been sixteen then.
1: No, oh. ooh, and it still creeped me the fuck out. Mm-hmm. Just uh, something about his mannerisms yeah.
5: and the way that he spoke, the teeth. as that character, the teeth combined got, with the teeth. Absolutely, just, yeah, that got me. I could not handle the image every time he opened his mouth it, was, it was, uh, yeah yeah still to this day gives me chills yeah for for the new one really what gets me about scarsguard's <clears throat> performance is the voice yeah the way he talks that really kind of like you know, that, that puts you on the edge of your seat because it's like, what the fuck is going on here? I think the big difference
3: between the two, it's Skarsgård versus Curry. Curry was an malevolent evil force. Skarsgård felt like an otherworldly force.
5: Mm. Yeah.
3: That I would say that the modern it version has a little more craftiness to it.
5: Than yeah. That's a I, that's a good way to put it. Yeah,
1: I do love the Easter egg though in the in the the more current film where they're in the room full of the stuffed clowns and there's the curry version in the corner there. Yeah, In fact I was watching it, I got all giddy. I was like, Lucas, yeah, that was a good moment right yeah. in the middle of the
2: theater. Yeah, it actually yeah, was in the middle. <laughs> the Easy for you
4: guys to laugh. You don't live with the Skarsgård version.
5: <laughs> 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 What's the matter, Andy? Andy got a problem. Is there a problem, Andy? <laughs> he does that every night,
3: doesn't he? No, what he does,
4: <laughs> and, and you got to stop doing it for a while, man, because 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 my, my, my Wakandan doctors is not doing that shit anymore. Uh, he became what the be-
3: hell
2: was that?
1: <laughs> <laughs> what the hell? Anyways, I, go on. all I heard was
2: I, I
5: heard that Wakandan doctor. I'm
1: like, what? He's become
4: Cato from from the Kuso movies.
5: I'll just stand outside a door of a room that he's in and be standing there when he opens the door. And Andy, Andy's pretty much like Inspector Clouseau from the Pink Panther movies. He'll look at me and he'll be like, ah, yeah, blah, blah, and then he like kicks. Remember when you, <laughs> does Surprise he also this? go tumbling
1: down the stairs too? Please yeah. tell me he goes tumbling down the stairs. <laughs> no, that's just a Sunday. Yeah. <laughs> so He just, he it,
5: it's, but yeah, every time. So when he turns around, I'll just be standing there. You know, Keep doing it, please. Keep doing it. The no,
1: that, my... <laughs> the the Clouseau reference is the most apt <laughs> liking of of Andy to any other char- fictional character <laughs> that I can think of, because Clouseau always tumbles, rolls, gets up on his feet, and it's like nothing happened. Now causes have- complete and other
5: destruction and chaos. And never gets maimed, hurt, or killed in the slightest. I want to now see Andy. Now that you say that, I want to see him smell a a little jar of cold cream, you know, and just, and then come up. And there's a little bit on his nose. You say that like it's never happened. I guarantee you that's happened. Well, I mean, I want to see it. Oh, you want to
1: see it? Okay. I guarantee it's that. Well, yeah, that goes without saying. Regardless,
4: regardless, (laughs) my my Wakandan doctor would prefer you don't do it for a while. (laughs)
3: Next up on AMC.
1: <laughs> you know, it's funny. If you cast Andy in a Pink Panther reboot, they would never get to make the film because his oh, real-life yeah. accidents would cause so much... That set would be... So much Day two, the insurance companies would yeah, shut exactly, down
4: production. Exactly. It's not a movie. It's a reality show. Yeah. Fact-check oh. Andy
5: Taylor
3: in
2: Trail of the Pink Blather. <laughs> <laughs> 20 what? years down the road, just your fellow actors be like, oh, "What can I say about Andy? That motherfucker!" Yeah, day two, last day of shooting. <laughs>
5: <laughs> <laughs> this is my big
2: ticket, you know. Steven Spielberg was
1: there, and this this <laughs> idiot chose Andy. The stunt people didn't know what to do with yeah, themselves the because they had to sit in the corner all day long, waiting for their opportunity. But you know what? Andy was tumbling all over the place. Go talk to Bill in catering. He'll tell you
2: everything.
3: I'll tell and you what. Every single stunt person was sent to the hospital. They never did one (laughs) 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 stunt. What's your Pink Panther, right? Just comments (laughs) at com. And until next week, except for Andy, who's going away for a while. Yeah, come see me in Miami. I'll They're be there for the whole Miami. They're coming
1: to take him away. Ha, ha. They're coming Go to, to, to take Miami. him away. Ho, I'm ho, he, going
5: he, to Miami ha. for
4: the Miami-Dade County Fair. Again. Again. Uh.
5: Southern Florida shock monkeys. Yes. Go out and see them. This time, I'll try not to break a bridge.
3: What? He did it again. Don't do it. No, don't, uh, don't, a, don't,
2: a
4: bridge don't, broke. broke at the beginning of the fair and killed a bunch of people, and it kind of fucked up the fair.
1: What? <laughs> okay, you are what? you being serious? Is I'm this serious. The first yeah. time the first, we heard this. The
4: first day of the fair, a, a footbridge, they were a pedestrian bridge they were building, fell on the other side. There's a campus on the edge of. Uh, there's a college campus on the edge of where the fair is. On the other side of the campus, a bridge fell and killed a bunch of people, and 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 people were avoiding the fair for a while because of that.
2: Actually, I do remember that story.
3: But <clears throat> Andy, how long ago did this happen? A year. And why are you waiting till now to tell us? I. Did I not tell this? No. 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 It happened. I don't oh. think he I don't think he
1: told it on the show. He might have told it in private cuz yeah. Matt's reacting like he's heard it before. Yeah. I don't yeah, yeah. think I've heard it before.
3: I haven't heard it before.
5: Oh, so probably on a game night he yeah. Uh, yeah. mentioned it.
3: Probably. Yeah. yeah. Cuz you remember too, right? Well, Andy, yeah.
5: don't break
1: any more bridges. I'll try not to.
3: And next year you can tell not us not about something that happened next week. Not everybody's
1: <laughs> invulnerable and immortal like you. Well,
4: that's that's, that's... that's Yeah,
3: that's why I gotta... Especially with the me, stunt man. people. <laughs> Jackson lost a leg. <laughs> <laughs> until next week, I'm Master Torgo.
5: 80s Jeff. Wakandan doctor. <laughs> Inspector Closer.
3: Maple <laughs> believe that?
5: What the fuck?
3: And I, I...
5: I don't want him to be scared anymore.
3: Kato, you fool. It is not
5: good for him. Yeah. Raising his blood pressure way too high and making his heart go skippity-skip. Well, don't do that anymore.
3: Great. Now you're hearing all of our original accents. They're all coming from
5: <laughs> <laughs> We'll talk to you next week at gig. And take your pills. I'm taking my pills. Yeah. You, wait, you're what? not
2: Wakandan. <laughs> <laughs> He's your Wakandan doctor. You're the handy. I lost <laughs> track of who I was. I'm <laughs> <laughs> oh taking the pills. And that's why shooting was done. Day two. <laughs> that's One of okay. the reasons.
5: That's okay. That's okay. We'll break that bridge when we come to it. Oh. Well. Well. Huh? 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 Dead silence. Yeah, no. Literally. No one's gonna silence. miss you, Andy. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Andy will be played by K <laughs> next week. And the week after that. And the week after that. And the week after that. And the week after that.